Yo, yo, yo. What's the deal? Know it's been a little minute, but we back. Scumbag podcast, man. Here to talk that shit. You feel me? You know, first off, of course, I'll let you know how I'm doing. I'm doing well. Uh, Last week was probably a, a difficult week. Probably one of the most difficult weeks that I've had in a while. Just... You know, dealing with the anniversary of my sister and different things like that. But, um, you know, this week I'm feeling well. You know, got out of bed, made my bed, went to the gym. You know, it was it was a good time, you know. And I'm, and I'm just trying to string as many good days along as I can. So, I, I definitely appreciate all the support. Everybody that reached out, you know, um, it does mean a lot. You feel me? So... I am very grateful for that, so definitely thank y'all and shout out to y'all, you know. And of course, I hope y'all doing well. I hope that you know that you are loved, that you are here for a reason, you know what I'm saying? I hope your mental health is in place. If it's not, I hope that you're doing things that make you happy in order to make sure that your mental health, you know, stay in place because it is real. It's pandemic. And, you know, we all been, you know, forced to to be at home and just deal with with ourselves, you know, and that's that's one of the hardest battles, you know, and I and I understand that from everybody that's been reaching out to me, everybody that I've been reaching out to. Um, so I just hope that you know that you love. I hope that you're doing well. If you're not doing well, just know that there is a brighter day. You feel me? Let's know that all of these things that we may experience is temporary. And, you know, you will make it out of that. You feel me? So just keep the faith. Just keep your hope, you know. And, uh, and yeah, man, I just hope that y'all doing good as well. You know, anybody that's listening to this, man, I hope that y'all doing well. And if not, I hope you're on your journey to being well and to feeling okay. You know what I'm saying? Um, yeah, you know, uh, so the last time that we talked, you know, I just was moving into Oak Park, so I've been here for a month or so now, you know what I'm saying? I do love Oak Park, um, but there is a difference between Oak Park and where I was living there before in the South Loop, like, you know, out here, it, they, they pride themselves more on on antiques so a lot of these buildings that you will see out here is not really up to date you know what i'm saying so it's like you know they pride themselves on like just having antiques and old shit and you know and it's clean but it's not where i was at before you know and the difference with between that as well is just like the atmosphere out here like yo after 10 o'clock p.m out here is like a fucking ghost town you know what I'm saying? But at 10 o'clock, you know, in the South Loop shit, that's when shit just starting to pop off. You feel me? That's when niggas pulling up, chicks pulling up. You feel me? They going to the little lounges and shit around there. But, you know, I, I have noticed that difference. You know, and, and the biggest culture shock out here and compared to there is, fam, I had to wash dishes. <laughs> I ain't washed dishes in like four years. You feel me? I had a dishwasher and all that shit. And washing dishes is, it's therapeutic, but it's also humbling. Cause it's like, 
Yeah, you know what I'm saying? You got to take your time. You got to run the water and all. And that and that may that may sound crazy to you know anybody but me. But that was like the biggest thing out here. It's like, damn, bro, I got to I got the dishes piling up in the sink and I got to wash these motherfuckers down here. You know what I'm saying? Um so that was one of the major, you know, I ain't gonna say shocking things, but it was just like, you know, a humbling experience. Like, yo, man, go in there and wash them dishes. You're gonna keep them piling up. Uh, but, I mean, overall, I do enjoy Oak Park, you know. And I, like, even yesterday, I was thinking about moving back to the, um, to the South Loop. Like, one of the apartments that I had reached out to beforehand had reached out to me recently. It was like, you know, they had a vacancy, you know, I was already approved, you know, I just have to let them know the date. So I'm really just trying to figure out, you know, if, if I do want to go back there and like break this lease or if I just, you know, want to want to be out here, you know what I'm saying, for however long I'm going to be out here. Um, So, you know, I'm just dealing with that. So if you hear me say I'm back in the South Loop, do not be surprised. The boys is back, but... Also, I do I do love it out here. I, I'm not gonna lie to anybody. I do love it out here in Oak Park, and it's really nice. And I don't know. It's just like when I was in the South Loop, you know, everybody was closer. You know, I had a lot of friends or people I was dealing with that was like South, so you know, it was easy for them to you know maneuver and you know and come come hang. Um, but since I've been out here, I haven't really been seeing people as much, and I and I get it, you know what I'm saying, because it is, it is a draft, you know what I'm saying. If you're from deep in the deep in the South Side or whatever, you know what I'm saying. They used to just pulling up on me on 21st Street, but now, you know, I'm further in the West Suburbs, so I, I definitely get it. Um, but I do miss it somewhat. So I'm just battling with that, trying to see, like, you know, do I want to move back there or, you know, if I'm just going to, you know, be out here in, you know, in Oak Park and, you know, just just figure that out, just thug that out, feel me? But, uh, but yeah, you know, but other than that, you know, we just living, you know, working, trying to get this money, trying to take care of these kids and, you know, you know, just doing the best that we can every day. Um, so if you, if you follow me, you know that I, I, I love R&B music. Like I listen to that more than anything. Like I listen to my ratchet shit. You feel me when I'm, when I'm in the gym or, you know, whatever. But 99% of the time, especially if you come over to my crib or you come kick it, like I'm only playing R&B music, you know what I'm saying? And one of my favorite artists right now and over the last couple of years is uh summer walker you know and she's about to release her uh her new album i think it's the beginning of november i want to say november 5th is the day that she releasing it so it's like almost like two weeks away um but she released like the track listing you know what i'm saying and i'm super excited for it like it's like she really like I, the way that she did it. I thought was super creative because she did it where she only gave you one track, but the rest of them was like dates. 
And like you look at certain dates and it's like, you know, that's the day after Valentine's Day. I already know that shit gonna be toxic. Like, and there was some other dates and shit, you know what I'm saying? So I, I'm definitely, you know, looking forward to her album. But also like, like the first track that she released, which was like my ex for a reason. Um, I listened to it and it started off slow and I'm like, yeah, this my bop. But then it, it got up until the up tempo and shit. And I'm like, I'm not 100% sure how I feel about this song. Like, I listened to it multiple times, and I'm not 100% sure how I feel about it just yet. I'm not going to say that it's trash, because I don't think that it's trash. I don't think Summer Walker could ever release a song that's trash to me. Um, But it it didn't hit. It didn't didn't hit the way that I thought, you know, her first single off of her album would. But even with that being said, I'm still super excited to to hear, you know, her album. But uh, another title that she released, which was like the last song on the album, was called uh, Sierra's Prayer. So we all know, like, you know, Sierra was a Sierra. You know, she's a singer. Um, You know, right now she's married to Russell Wilson. And, you know, we see they we see their relationships. We see, you know, the pictures that they post, you know, different things they say about each other. You know, and a lot of us, you know, we be like, yo, that's goals, you know, to have somebody that, that you really fuck with, you know, that really care about you, that you can build a family with. A lot of us is like, yo, that's goals. Um, but I seen a lot of women and they was reposting like, yeah, Sierra's prayer. What prayer was Sierra praying? You know what I'm saying? In order to get her Russell, I mean, a Russell Wilson and all this other shit. Like, was she speaking in tongues? Like, they was going crazy. And I get it. You feel me? Like, we all want that somebody. And we really don't know how their, how their relationship is. But we just know what we see on social media. You know what I'm saying? It all look glamorous, like they love each other, but we don't really know, you know, exactly what's going on in a in a relationship. Um, but I seen a lot of people posting like, "Yo, Sierra's prayer, like, you know, just just tell me what she said so I can give me a Russell a Russell Wilson." You feel me? And and, and I get that, but it, it but it also got me thinking like, "Yo, what the fuck was Russell Wilson praying for?" You know, because we don't we don't necessarily think about that when we see that. And I get it's all fun and games and those different things. But it did get me thinking like, yo, what if it wasn't Sierra's prayer? What if what if it was Russell Wilson's prayer and his prayer to have, you know, a woman that's understanding, that's loving, that's caring, you know, that's that's all about him and he all about her. And you feel me in? You know, a woman that he could just share his world with and just share his love. That's understanding of him. That's understanding like, yo, he's a professional football player. He's in practice. He he watching film multiple days throughout the week. He got to keep himself in shape. He got to have a certain diet, you know, and different things like that. And a woman that's understanding of that, a woman that's not going to, you know, look down because she may not get the attention all the time because, you know, his career is, you know, what he's passionate about so it may be times where he is not able to be there emotionally for her 
Or there may be times where he may lose a game and he may need her to be there emotionally for him. And she may not necessarily understand how that feels as far as like, you know, running a sport or doing a sport or whatever. Um, but just but just being empathetic with that with him. Like what if like what if it was his prayer that was able to make that happen? What if those are things that he wished and he prayed for, you know, and he believed in God to, you know, to provide that for him? You know, while also, you know, working on themselves and just being like, yo, once I get that dope woman, you know, I'm going to be this and I'm going to be that for her. But also, you know, the 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 thing that that takes it over the edge is that she's this and she's that for me. You know, so and I don't know. I just I just thought about that, you know, and I'm and I was just I was curious, you know, because he is a. He is a man of God. He is a man, you know, that believes in religion, that believes in Christianity. And, like, there's photos of him, like, you know, him praying in that church and stuff. And it's like, yo, you know what I'm saying? Like, not not only if it's just her, if it's just her prayer, but it's his prayer, too. Like, yo, this is what I want. You know, this is what, you know, if I get this chance to have this or to experience this, like, yo, I'm going to make sure that I do you know, what I need to do in order to make sure that this lasts. You feel me? Like, she, like, Sierra, you know, of course, we don't have to get into all of those things, but, you know, she's dated rappers and different things like that. You know, she had a son by Future. And, you know, and he, you know, he he accepted those things. And, you, and it's, it's, I'm not even going to say that he accepted those things, but he understood that. But he still, you know, was able to, you know, love her and show her love. And I'm pretty sure that she shows him love every day. And she's the person that, you know, that he needs her to be. And he's the person that she needs him to be, you know, on a regular basis. And that's the only thing that we can pray for. You know what I'm saying? So I didn't want to put too much emphasis on that, but I just wanted to say, like, yo, it ain't it ain't just Sierra's prayer. It's Russell Westbrook's prayer, too. You know, he prayed for a woman like her. She prayed for a nigga like him. And, you know, they was able to find each other. You know, I think that's something that we all, you know, are, are looking for, you know, in, in a partnership, in a relationship. So, you know, I, y'all can do what y'all see every prayer I do with my Russell Westbrook prayer, you know, and hopefully, you know, we all find exactly, you know, what we're looking for. But that's that on that. Um, But also, I want us to, you know, talk about, you know, parenting, too. Like, because I see a lot of people, they'll post on social media, they'll post on Facebook and be like, yeah, team, no kids, or this and that, I ain't got no kids, and it's, and I'm like, yeah, that's fine, like, if you, if you're happy with that, then, yeah, be happy with that, like, it's no, it's no shade towards anybody, if you, if you don't have kids, and you're happy with that, then, yo, and you feel like kids is not for you, then, yeah, I congratulate that, but I don't feel like that we should be looking down on people that do have kids, because, there's there's there 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 is certain things that an active parent can't do that maybe a person that does have kids can do. Like you could just pick up, you know, 
whatever time that you want to and travel or, you know, you can go out and, you know, have no responsibilities, have nobody that you have to look out to as well. But also on the other, on the flip side of that, when it comes to being a parent, there's, I don't think there's no stronger love or just admiration or inspiration. You feel me? That you can feel other than being a parent, like having somebody that you created that look like you, that might got mannerisms like you, that love you unconditionally. Like they just like you like you see these whoever, like especially when it comes to men, you see these dudes, they always talking about, yeah, my mama this and I love my mama and I just want the best for her. And my mama did this. She made these sacrifices. And, and I relate to that. You know, and you'll see, you know, women as well or dudes, it's like, yo, well, my daddy did this and my daddy did this. And my daddy was, you know, the first male that I fell in love with. And it's it's hard to really explain to somebody that doesn't have kids what that feel like. Um, but I'm going to try. So just the other weekend, right, the, the twins came over. So DJ and Destiny. You know, and when they come in, so I meet them at the car, of course, I get their bags and different things like that. So as soon as I open up the car door, Destiny just give me the biggest hug. DJ give me the biggest hug. And like that shit warms my heart. Um, and then we get upstairs and I was in a I was in the midst of a therapy session. So I was talking to my therapist. So I'm like, y'all chill until I get done my therapy session. Oh, out the bam. So I get done, I come into the bedroom, and I'm like, yo, what's up? How y'all been? And Destiny, you know, she goes, she like, daddy, I did this this week. You want to hear about it? I'm yeah, girl, go ahead. Tell me what happened. So she gets to tell me, and we'll walk the bam. So uh, I had to run to the store. So I tell them, I'm like, yo, make sure y'all cell phone is on loud, because they got a cell phone now. And, you know, I'm finna run to the store real quick. Did y'all want anything? Hey, yeah, of course, you know, they want some bullshit. Yeah, daddy, can you get us some gummy worms? Can you get us some popcorn or whatever? Ooh, what the bell? All right, cool, no worries. But be, but when they was leaving out, Destiny just grabbed me and she just hugged me like so fucking tight. And she was like, daddy, I'm just so happy to be here. I'm just so happy to see you. I'm just so happy to be around you. Like these are her words verbatim. She says, daddy, I'm just so happy to be here. I'm just so happy to be around you. I'm just so happy to be here. Like, Nigga, that shit. Like, I've never... I don't know if I've ever felt that way that I felt when she said those things before. Not not with my kids, but just in general. Like, I don't know if I ever felt that type of love that destiny shows me. Like, of course, you know, I love my boys. You know, and there's different things that, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm working and teaching them th- different things, but... The love that my daughter shows me is just different. Like, the love Destiny shows me is something I've never felt in my life. Like, the way she talks to me, the way the way that we interact, the way that we communicate. Like, you know, Destiny, she, you know, she calls me every day. And she's like, Daddy, how was your day? All right, let me tell you about mine. This is what happened at school. This girl did this. This boy did this. Woo, out the bam. DJ, he did this. DJ, like, but she calls me every day. And that's, like, our conversations. Like, hey, baby, how? And she'll even ask. Like, I, I remember last week she called me before she was um before she was going to school. 
And she was like, yeah, daddy, what you got going on today? And I'm like, man, you know, I got my team meeting, you know, and I'm, you know, I'm, I'm preparing for that. I'm like, you know, what about you? She's like, yeah, I'm just getting ready for school. I got this little project. So we talked about our project. You know, they were talking about like professions and she chose like a beautician. And, you know, we was coming up with facts and Googling stuff. Um, so the next day I talked to her, she like, yeah, daddy, how was your, how was your team meeting? Was your team excited? Did you do that game that you said you was going to do? Like, and that, and that's, and that's, and that's small, that's on the smaller scale, but those are things like, that's just how a relationship is. Like we just talk and like, yo, the way that my daughter makes me feel is just like, sometimes it's unreal and it makes me emotional, you know, and because I, I thought destiny is my heart. Like I, I love all of my other kids, but destiny is definitely my heart. I be, I tell her all the time, like, girl, I'm gonna leave you everything. Anything I accomplish in this world, anything that I maintain, any money, whatever I got, girl, I'm leaving it all to you. You know what I'm saying? Like whatever it is, I'm leaving it all to you. Cause that's just how much I love her. And you know, and, and, and even with me talking about it right now, it doesn't really do it any justice because if you don't if you don't have that relationship, so if you not a father, or if you are a father but you're not an active father, and your daughter don't see you as fucking Superman or see you as, you know, that nigga, no matter how the rest of the world looks at me or you, your daughter or my daughter Destiny she looks at me like I'm that nigga. I can and you know I, I talk on here all the time about mental health, you know, being depressed and different things like that that I may deal with. But even throughout that, even throughout everything that I've done, all the fucked up shit that I've done or whatever, my daughter, she looks at me like I'm that nigga. And if you don't have that, then I it's hard to fucking explain. But, yo, that shit is real. And, like, anytime I talk to her, like, nigga, it just warms my heart. Like, nigga, like, you know, sometimes you have to be that tough-ass nigga in order to survive in a in, a, in an environment, especially in the hood. But, you can't, but to me, you can't be that 24-7, especially if when you got a daughter. Like, you got a, nigga, we do nails, you feel me, we go get many pedicures, we talk, and like, you know, I'm, it ain't, it ain't no, nigga, my tone with destiny is something totally, it's, what, what you say, baby, dang, that's crazy, and what happened, yeah, I, like, 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 yo, my tone is totally different from when, you know, I'm talking outside, or let's say I'm in the hood, like, yo, my tone is different with her, because, understand that she's fragile you know what i'm saying and i and she and she only wants my love and my attention like destiny hates when i don't answer her phone call she literally have an attitude and it could be for it let's say i'm in a meeting or i'm on i might be on destiny will call my phone until i answer and she like did why you ain't answer when i just called you yeah, but this is my third time calling you, so why you didn't answer? Like, Destiny does not play about that shit. Like, if I don't answer her phone call, she has an attitude. 
And that's why, like, if you, anybody that I talk to on a regular basis and my baby call, and I'm, yeah, I got to call you back. <laughs> and they was, why? Yeah, Destiny on the other line. She don't like when I don't answer her phone calls. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, that's real shit. You feel me? Um, But, like, yo, I, like, I, I want to protect her with all my heart. You feel me? And I'm going to have an episode where I talk about my kids, but I specifically just want to dedicate this to Destiny. And if she ever hear this, shorty, I love you unconditionally. I want the best for you. I want you to have whatever it is and just know that you can do whatever that you put your mind to. And just know that your daddy love you and care about you. And just with these nine years that you've been on this earth, you've, you've definitely changed me for the better. You've motivated me and you have turned my hustle up and you've also made me more empathetic you made me more in touch with who I am and my feelings like I don't have to be this tough ass nigga all the time like I'm like I'm it's okay to be vulnerable with you know your daughter especially your father or with your kids in general but especially with your daughters you know and doing shit you know and talking to them and whatever so if you ever hear this destiny, just know that I love you and I care about you and I love you with my whole heart. And you have made me every day you make me a better man than I was the day before. And I and I and I get out here and I hustle every day to make a better way for you. Make a better way for your brothers. And just, you know, just make sure that y'all are able to, you know, get whatever life has to offer y'all. But yeah, man, I just wanted to put that out there. You know what I'm saying? I love my baby girl so much. You are literally, like, my heart. And I wish that every daughter experienced that. And I wish that every father experienced that love that from their daughter that's unexplainable. That you really, like, I did my best to try to explain it. But even with me saying that and, like, my emotions and, like, even, like, you might have heard my voice crackling and different things like that. It still doesn't do just due to how, you know, my daughter makes me feel and how I, I feel about her and the love that we exchange. And, yeah, you feel me? So, man, definitely shout out to all my kids, but definitely shout out to my baby girl, Destiny. I love you with all my heart. And I hope that, you know, I'm around to make sure that you are, that you become whoever it is that you want to become. And, you know, like I said, anything that I accomplish in this world, anything that I gain, shorty, I'm leaving it all to you. I know she going to make sure her brother and her brothers is okay. But, man, destiny is my heart, man. That's that. So, I wasn't going to be, you know, here long or whatever. I just had a couple of points I wanted to touch on, just get some shit out there. Um, But, yeah, you know. I hope that, you know, that anybody that's listening to this have experienced this in whatever form that it is. Like, you know, I've been in many situations. I've been, you know, a brother, sister, I've been a boyfriend, I've been everything. But I've never experienced the love that my kids and especially my daughter shows me. But I hope that everybody does get a chance to experience that and don't take that for granted. And I hope that y'all are healing. And I hope that y'all are just being the best version of yourselves that you can be. 
And of course, this is the Scumbag Podcast. Fuck with me, you know I got it. I'm going to keep this shit as consistent as I can and make sure that I upload. Um, But yeah, you know, if you're listening to it, thank you for supporting my monthly subscribers that that support. I appreciate y'all so much. Y'all keep me afloat. Y'all keep me motivated. And yeah, let's just keep this thing going. Let's keep evolving. Let's keep growing. And, you know, y'all got any thoughts about this or any stories that y'all can relate to? Like, yeah, hit me up. I'm I'm definitely open, you know, to having these conversations. Um, But, yeah, it's the Scumbag Podcast. And we out. We'll holler at y'all next time. And that's a fact.